until we have that information, uh, we're going to have a conversation about what Canada looks like in terms of our retail landscape. You may have noticed a lot of your favourite stores have been disappearing. Uh, maybe your regular Starbucks has closed. You're not imagining things. In 2021, Starbucks closed 144 stores and they're not stopping there. This is part of a larger plan to close 300 stores across the country. Uh, Disney has also shut its doors here in Canada. Gap is closing 350 stores in North America. Uh, Target, anyone remember Target? Of course, it did not last very long here in our country. And now the latest is Nordstrom. So is this because of Canada or is this just because of larger consumer trends. We're going to get into it right now with the Director of Applied Research at the School of Retailing, University of Alberta. Craig Patterson is joining the show. Craig, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making the time. Thank you for having me. So I just want to clarify for our listeners because here in Edmonton, we have a Nordstrom rack. We won't for very much longer. That's a discount version of Nordstrom. But we did in Canada up until now have both Nordstrom and Nordstrom racks. Now, both are shutting down. I know this question probably has many answers, but can you explain why? Yes, yes. And also, by the way, Nordstrom had been planning in 2015 to open a store in Edmonton, but oil prices went down. It was going to be at West Edmonton Mall near the water park, so that didn't happen, unfortunately. But um, I was actually sort of involved in some of that. (laughs) But uh, why is Nordstrom closing? I I mean, you know, the chain apparently, uh, outside of Vancouver anyways, didn't seem to really resonate with Canadians. Uh, um, You know, we've got Hudson's Bay stores that are fairly mid-market for the most part. We've got Holt Renfrew, which unfortunately vacated. Edmonton in 2020, so you know, people still probably remember it mm-hmm. at the very high end. Uh, Nordstrom was somewhere in between, and, and really, there's a limited consumer there in the Canadian market. Uh, uh, and, and a lot of consumers that are, say, upper middle class that Nordstrom might target uh, uh, like to shop high and low. They may buy that Saint Laurent bag at Holt Renfrew, and uh, they also might go to a store like, say, Winners or Marshalls and buy, look for a bargain because Canadians like to, to have a bargain. So um, Nordstrom, I think, you know, I know it did. I had some sales numbers for the stores. It struggled throughout its existence in Canada. And I think the pandemic really was uh, the final straw in terms of a reduction in sales, which led to the retailer exiting, uh, deciding to, to exit Canada. Is it because we in Canada, we have our, our allegiances with other stores like that? You know, when you're talking about a Nordstrom rack, there's, there's a lot of competitors. There's, there's Marshalls, there's Winners. Is it because Canadians are just more familiar with those type of stores, so we just don't want to go anywhere new? Are our habits just so ingrained that we won't change? I think that's part of it. We're definitely used to the TJX banners, which is Winners and Marshalls, because Marshalls are very similar to Winners, as we know, those who shop there, which is almost probably everyone. <laughs> but um, really, you know, we, we've got our allegiance just to certain retailers here in Canada. We've known them for a while, and we know that, for example, a Hudson's Bay store is going to have stuff on clearance. It's going to have clearance racks. Mm-hmm. Nordstrom, in comparison, where I'm talking about the full-price stores, had twice a year sales. And if anyone remembers Eaton's, I'm a little bit older than I'm sure some listeners, but, uh, you know, Eaton's tried <laughs> this everyday pricing and that that was one of the one of its downfalls ultimately it failed and went bankrupt in 1999 so uh nordstrom had a bit of a similar model and i think that was a struggle nordstrom rack which of course is a store at south edmonton common again i mean they're fulfilling those stores from uh, uh nordstrom stores themselves and, and i was actually just in a nordstrom rack i'm located in i'm in toronto right now and i was there yesterday just in anticipation of this uh, radio show and i was very disappointed with the selection that was there it, it was very uninteresting i went into a winter store and I actually found uh, far more interesting stuff and I was quite disappointed with Nordstrom Rack. And this is in Toronto, not even Edmonton. Now, can you compare that to other Nordstrom Racks across the country or do you think that that's a unique experience? 
No, no, I've been to quite a few of them. I get to travel and uh, no, uh, when these Nordstrom Rack stores opened, they brought in all kinds of exciting merchandise. They had designer brands, Prada, Gucci shoes. Uh, I, I was really excited when it opened. I went, I've been to a few of the grand openings because uh, I, I have this opportunity with my job and uh, it seems like they dumbed down the product after. It's not nearly as interesting. Um, I've got people around the country that are contacting me constantly. I have correspondents in most of the major cities in Canada for Retail Insider, my publication that I also own. <laughs> And, um, and they were telling me that these stores were going downhill and that the product was uninteresting and that uh, uh, they were quite disappointed as well. So uh, it's not even just my opinion in that respect. I've got uh, people around the country working for me who are uh, feeding me information constantly and giving me that basic sentiment. I wonder if some of these retailers think that it's a done deal. You know, Canada is is the same, at least from their perspective, as the States. And so they can just drop a store into a city and it's going to work. Are the marketing efforts the same when it comes to trying to get Canadians to to buy into these new locations to these new places the selection it sounds like in some of these it was great maybe it sort of fell off and, and became became less interesting or less enticing to consumers is there is there as much of an effort from a retailer to try to capture that Canadian consumer I think Nordstrom didn't try hard enough to be honest in terms of marketing um, as a consumer myself I wasn't getting a lot of marketing messaging from Nordstrom um, I think outside of the Vancouver market I'll say why in a moment I'm specifically mentioning Vancouver the rest of the country I don't think had the same affinity for Nordstrom sure Canadians travel to the United States and may shop there but uh, in Vancouver many people in Vancouver are going down to Seattle to shop the sales in the Vancouver or sorry in the Seattle store actually went down when Vancouver opened because now people in Vancouver were shopping at Nordstrom in Vancouver one thing to note is the Vancouver store was also for a while the top Nordstrom store in the entire company and I mean including Seattle and Chicago which were the other top stores so uh, Vancouver is still a very very successful Nordstrom store and it blows me away that they're closing it but they had to because of the way that they're doing the exit in Canada which is under a CCAA which is like a bankruptcy type of proceeding but in terms of the rest of the stores in the country uh, I think Nordstrom needed to work a lot harder to get in front of Canadians to, to really try to build their affinity and to try to pull them away from the competitors because we've got online shopping now which is stronger than ever uh, we've got you know again Hudson's Bay which isn't the strongest retailer but nevertheless we've known it for years and years and years and years of course uh, you've got Holt Renfrew and currently Saks Fifth Avenue which has a store in Calgary at least for now um, and then you've got specialty retailers you've got smaller ones you've got individual brands that have their own stores in the local mall uh, all of these are competing against Nordstrom and and I don't even I mean some will definitely miss Nordstrom when it leaves but uh, it's not going to leave a huge hole in the market in terms of people saying oh my goodness this is you know the end of the world or the end of my shopping because there's so many other options out there for Canadians already Ready, that uh, I think Nordstrom just helped oversaturate the market in terms of retail in Canada. Well, it will definitely leave a hole for landlords to try to fill for malls. I mean, this store has a massive footprint. So, you know, you mentioned Eaton's. I think a lot of our listeners will remember Eaton's or even Sears, some of those big department stores. What then fills that space? And what does this say about our our habits as consumers and the, the, the retail landscape as a whole? So I want to know sort of what your outlook looks like on that. I'm going to keep you around for just a few more minutes after we take just a tiny little break and listeners uh, just some reassurance Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and this announcement that we are speculating is going to be on some type of an investigation on election interference is now being bumped to 3.30 so we will carry it live once he takes Parliament Hill uh, assuming that that's going to happen at 3.30 on the nose we will keep you informed and updated about what that press conference and what those questions are going to look like when we have it.
It's Chelsea on Chad. 6.30 Chad. Edmonton's News. Today's Talk. And good afternoon. Welcome back to the show. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is set to take Parliament Hill at 3.30 to make an announcement. Will it be an official investigation into election interference? We will find out very soon. But in the meantime, having a conversation with Director of Applied Research at the School of Retailing at University of Alberta, Craig Patterson, who studies Nordstrom, which is very convenient because now, Craig, Nordstrom is pulling out of Canada. They're not the only retailer that's doing that either. I mean, I, we mentioned, I mentioned a few off of the top of my intro to you uh, but I mean Banana Republic, Victoria's Secret, uh, Gap is changing uh, a lot of their brick and mortar stores available here in North America. I wonder if any of these retailers really try hard enough for Canadians. Do you think that we just don't get the attention deserved here in Canada as consumers? Uh, well, some American retailers and even some international ones may look at Canadians. Well, I, let's talk about American retailers. They may see Canadians as being basically the same as Americans. I mean, we, you know, look the same quite often. We, we you know, speak right. the same language in many cases. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but, but, but Canada is a very different market. Uh, it's also ex- more expensive to operate here. We've got higher taxes, so, you know, lower population density. Uh, uh, logistics are, you know, more expensive. I mean, it, it costs more to do business here. But in terms of the actual Canadian consumer, uh, you know, I think we're in, in some cases a little more European, but also we're a little more or more bargain conscious. I mean, uh, even though, you know, there's, there's a glamour element to certain cities in Canada, you know, a lot of Can- Canadians are known to like a bargain. And right now, if you look at... Uh, uh, the, the cost of real estate, well, just the cost of everything going up in general with inflation, uh, consumers have less money to spend. And, and uh, that isn't even something that's new. So, so I think that a lot of American retailers came in here thinking, with guns a-blazing, thinking that Canada was going to be just this incredible market that uh, was going to make a lot of money. And, and that is a way to expand a business is to move into a new country. But, it, but you know, we saw Target fail. Uh, we've seen all kinds of retailers fail. And this isn't the end. I, I can't name names right now, but, but we're going to see more retailers exit in Canada over the next little while. I think a major one is going to be leaving this year. So what does that tell you about the retail landscape here in Canada? We've been hearing for so many years, uh, you know, this is the end for brick and mortar stores, or is it just sort of a, a transition for them? I think it's a transition. It's definitely not an end of brick and mortar. When we saw the lockdowns, lift which thank goodness in alberta was sooner than most places in canada um people were coming back into physical spaces they were going to restaurants they were going back to the mall um clearly people are seeking a physical experience in terms of going out and doing stuff we don't want to sit at home all day and and you know just play on our phones and maybe shop there uh people still want to get out and have an experience but if a retailer doesn't have that experience people are going to say well i can just go on my phone and get it easier you know or go shopping online i should say because they could do it on your computer and whatnot but um for sure. I mean, uh, uh, physical retail, I think, is here to stay. Um, it's just going to be in a modified format. We may see fewer stores, but I, I think that in terms of retail leasing and opening stores, uh, it's the market is bullish right now. I know I know that side of things, and uh, retailers are not pulling back on their expansions here in Canada for the most part. Some of them are, like right now, um, I, again, I own a publication. We're about to put a story that Sporting Life is going to be launching a new concept in Canada with 25 stores. And about the same size, 
Prize is Nordstrom Rack, and they're starting in Calgary. They're opening in May, and uh, this is going to be a new sports concept. And hmm. so uh, there's still exciting retail coming here, and we've also got some really strong homegrown retailers. I mean, Loblaws, I mean, I know it's a little villainized right now, but it's, it's an <laughs> excellent little. grocery retailer. Yeah, a little bit, but it's an excellent grocery retailer for what it did when Walmart started, you know, getting into the grocery game, and then when Target announced it was coming in, Loblaws and its competitors really upped their game in terms of becoming uh, even better grocery retailers. So we do, uh, we've got some good competition here at home. Uh, I've been to Neiman Marcus and Saks in the States, and I think Holt Renfrew is a more interesting retailer overall. And so, you know, hats off to Canada. We've got some great retailers here that are from Canada. So when we when we talk a little bit about the uh, the actual footprint of Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack once they move out of our country, what do you anticipate is going to go there? Is it going to be uh, a multi-retailer experience, something with um, you know those those experiences that consumers are really looking to uh, to enjoy when they go and they they go to a store, or is it going to be some other big retailer that's going to take their place? It really depends on the space. So I'll talk about Nordstrom Rack first because those stores are smaller. They're about 30 to 35,000 square feet on average. So they're the same size as a lot of these other smaller, biggish box retailers. Like, for example, the Sporting Life concept that I just mentioned. I think it's called Team Town Sports, um, which, again, has just been announced today. Uh, they'll probably be filled either with one individual retailer, even a boutique grocery store that's in that size, because obviously not the size of, say, Supers, the real Canadian Superstore. But um, there's all kinds of options. A landlord may also demise or split up the space into multiple retailers if they so choose. I mean, ultimately, a landlord wants to make money from their space, right? So let's get to the Nordstrom stores. Uh, they're between 140,000 square feet and 230,000 square feet in Canada. Um, now, there is a retailer that Edmontonians should hopefully know called La Maison Simons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been pushing this one. There's a store at West Edmonton Mall, and there's one currently in Londonderry as well. Um, if it can come up with the financing and has the wherewithal, it could expand into part or all of some of these locations. Like, for example, in Calgary at the CF Chinook Centre, there's a Nordstrom store there, but 140,000 square feet. If Simons wanted to open a second store in Calgary, because there's one downtown, if people weren't aware, um, it could actually do it there. Uh, I think in the case of downtown Vancouver, I'm about to do a podcast on in a few minutes, funny enough, I think they would probably look to split that box up. It's about 230,000 square feet into multiple retailers. So uh, again, this is an opportunity for landlord Cadillac Fairview to say extend the shopping centre with some smaller stores. Uh, We may see a Simons move upstairs. Uh, You could see a food hall. You could see some sort of experiential concept that's going to be brought about because we're seeing this in shopping centres, particularly in the Toronto market where they're bringing in these entertainment complexes. Like if anyone remembers, or I'm sure most people do the tv show called the office Mm -hmm. well recently at the yorkdale mall in toronto they've opened this the office experience where you can go in i haven't checked it out yet so i haven't seen what's all there but it's really this interactive experience about the tv show the office so uh it's beyond that retail and that shopping and hopefully it's going to make money because that's part of the purpose of this as well i think the admission price is pretty high This is, again, something to make money. So really, I think landlords are going to look at creative uses for these spaces and are going to look at ways to bring people back. So um, it it is sad that Nordstrom is going to be leaving, but this is also an opportunity to do something interesting with the space because Nordstrom, particularly its full-size stores, chose the best locations in Canada to open. So this is not a situation like Target where it became really difficult to fill the spaces. Sears is another example of that. Uh, Nordstrom picked the best real estate. So uh, So one of the biggest losers here... <laughs> maybe some type of a, of an activation, like you mentioned, the office experience, or uh, hey, maybe maybe Simon's moves into 
it. I would love to see that here at Edmonton. Craig, thank you so much for making the time. That's unfortunately all that we have with you, but I really appreciate your perspective on this. Thank you for having me. Take care. Craig Patterson is the Director of Applied Research at the School of Retailing at the U of A, talking about the closure of Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack.